0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Deets with Dita, and I'm your host, Nandita. Now, before I get into today's episode, I wanted to talk about the things that are going on at the moment, because I believe it's extremely important that I address and talk about it, um, although many others have. Um, I just think in a time where the world feels like it's crumbling at our feet, we have to remember that we can be a part of the positive change that can drive society forwards, not backwards. So keep signing petitions. Keep trying to educate yourselves from others or from, the, from research, you know. It can go a long way if you understand, like, the issue at hand. And obviously donate and attend protests if you can and if it's safe to do so. But most importantly, remember, at this time where we're experiencing a global pandemic, as well as the evident institutional racism, it's really important to just be kind to one another. People are experiencing all different things at the moment, so a little kindness can go a really, really long way. And with that being said, let's head on into the episode. Now, Today's episode I'm going to be talking about the Academy Awards as you can tell by the title (laughs) and um, this is something that I have really really wanted to talk about for like ever since I had the idea of making a podcast it was actually the driving force of like this has to be one of my topics if I ever made a podcast I have to talk about this because I just feel really passionate about it so in today's episode we're going to be talking about the history of the Academy Awards um which I didn't know prior to this episode so I hope I'll be able to educate you guys about its origins um the popularity of the Academy Awards within young people because I am a young person and I think a lot of people that I speak to like my peers and my friends I'm not sure whether they know that much about the Academy Awards or whether they like it at all Then I'm going to talk about Oscar snubs. So, like some of the directors or actors, actresses that I think have been snubbed. And what I mean by snubbed is like robbed of their rightful award for a particular role or a particular film. Um, And also the Oscar viewership over years because it's really interesting to see how many people are actually engaged and interested by this thing. And Finally, we'll talk about my favourite segment that I always like to include in all of my episodes is changes and the future. Mainly the future is the thing that I carry on through the episodes, but changes that I would like to see made by the Academy Awards, because let's be real, they're not perfect and you'll understand why during the episode. And the future, like it kind of ties in with the changes, like would we, I would want these changes to go forward in the future. So stay tuned and I guarantee that you will enjoy this episode and you will learn something this episode. I, at least you'll learn one thing, I hope. <laughs> so where to begin, where to begin? Now before recording this podcast, I knew nothing about the origins of the Academy Awards and how they came about. So I decided to do some really careful research on Wikipedia. sorry to all the researchers out there but it just felt like the best place to gain a lot of information in a small place space, space of time so apparently the academy awards and I quote this was originally the idea of this elite club having annual banquets now this put a really interesting thought into my head Aren't the Oscars still an elite club today? I mean, think about it, right? Hear me out, hear me out. They still have their annual banquets because they sit on these round tables and they sit eating food and, you know, they're all really the rich of the rich and the prestige of the prestige of film directors, movie stars and all that. And... Yeah, for me, that just screams elite club. And like, filmmakers get this exclusive opportunity to have their films named like best pictures of like thousands upon thousands of films that get released a year. And it's decided by this secretive group of 6,000 people. It just feels really exclusive and like elite in my eyes. So, I got intrigued by like the whole idea of the Academy Awards and like the actual people who are a part of, and I quote, the Academy of motion picture, arts and sciences. So these are like the group of like 6,000 secret people that we don't know of. Um, And the most recent study that I could find was conducted in like 2016. And it found that from around 6,000 members that make up the Academy Awards, right? 6,000. Keep that number in mind. 89% of the members were white and 73% were male. Already, I'm seeing lack of diversity and it's not great. Like, to me, this feels like a an old... Old man society, and I say that because in a study in 2012, right, so this is a little bit later than the 2016 one, the academy was 94% white, 77% male, and get this 86% aged 50 or over. Now, I'm sorry that is a large proportion of your demographic making up the academy awarding body as being quite old. I have nothing against old people right I say this now but why do you need that many people over the age of 50? Like it's not even that it was over the age of 50 the median age right was 62 that is crazy to me like if you think about just the world in general I don't think the media way let's google this let's google this (laughs) let's see if this is actually a question that we can answer median age of UK population let's go to UK population 40 right okay that's a little bit older than I thought but still 40 right you're telling me that the median age of the UK's population in 2015 right was 40 years old okay you're telling me now that the Oscars awarding body has how many percent let's see no the median age of 62 62 I'm sorry I'm just, I keep repeating it and re-emphasizing it but I'm just really shocked by this like where are the young people at where is the I think <laughs> I think as a this is my maths nerd coming out it should be like a sis- oh my god I'm like completely blanking on like the different stats methods oh dear my stats teacher would not be proud um, but I think it should be a representative sample I think that's right yeah it should be a representative sample of the population right of like the general population of the world right and I don't think having what was it 86% age 50 or older and the median age of 62 as re- a representative sample of our population this is my inner maths nerd coming out so I just think we live in a world where cultures just need to be represented more. Not just like, we're not just talking age anymore. We're not just like, I mean, gender is still an important role because like, I mean, 77% male, like Uh, it could be, it could be a 50-50, but then like, I don't know, like it's improving over the years in terms of gender. But I think the main issue is the culture and the fact that predominantly white members of the academy and I think we live in a world as I said, where cultures need to be represented we live in a world as I said, where cultures need to be represented more, okay I'm not just talking like there is efforts in society today to do that, but I think there's still a long we're still a long way away from having this representation, and I think It's good because I read an article that the Academy in a year added more diverse members to their awarding body, but it still didn't make a big enough impact that those percentages would change like by a large margin. So I respect their efforts, but I think these are not the appropriate efforts that they should have made to improve the diversity in the Academy. And, like, if we also think about it, right? We want new, interesting perspectives of life to be shared. But how can any of these perspectives be presented where there's hardly any representation of a variety of cultures within the academy? Like, in its 92 years of running as an organisation, it was only the recent year of the Oscars, right, where... An int a foreign film, right, One Best Picture, which was Parasite, right, and it became, like, such a big thing, but, like, why did it take 92 years for that to happen? It's just, I just think it baffles me to another degree. <laughs> now, after understanding the history of the Academy Awards and, like, how they came about and stuff like that, it was time for me to, I guess, try and see what young people thought of them and, I tried to dig like I really really tried to dig around to find like exact proportions of the amount of young people who were interested or had watched the Academy Awards over the years and I genuinely couldn't find anything so once again my maths brain came into play and was like why don't I get a sample um obviously it's a very um biased sample because these are all my friends and um it was very like whoever could do it has said it to me and like I sent like a load of people just like the same questions and the three questions that I asked were have you ever seen any Oscar nominated films in the past decade have you of these films sorry have you felt that any of them had have a lasting impact on you and then the last question was have you ever watched the Academy Awards ceremony start to finish? either live or rebroadcasted or or, um, you know, just the full ceremony on YouTube or something or online. And I got some very interesting results. Um, So for the first question, it really did range between little to none to like very, very high numbers to the point where I think nibs um the person who was on last week's episode had said they had watched 34 34 that's more than me <laughs> um but he is quite a film buff as well so I give him that but there are just loads like <laughs> um <laughs> he's just seen loads and it's crazy and whereas like some of my other friends who've only seen like very very few or very very little but it's quite interesting as well Of all the people i asked they all had to check the lists of oscar-nominated films and some of them surprised like them and they were like oh i didn't know that that was an oscar-nominated film um and it's just crazy and i think this shows that like the majority i have to say were very on the lower end and then like there were the select few who and bear in mind I do have friends that are like quite filmy as well. That's like why they're my friends. Um and they they are on the higher end of like the films that they had seen and then but the majority were just on the lower end. And I think that's an important thing to recognise that a lot of young people just haven't seen Oscar nominated films, like for Best Picture Oscar nominated films and it's quite disappointing I have to say um especially of the last decade where you'd think that they would have seen these films in cinema I guess it doesn't surprise me that not a lot of people have seen um Oscar nominated films because if the median age of the people of the academy are like 62 years old it kind of shows that there's a lackluster of films aimed towards our generation and, like, little to no attempt from the Academy to engage our generation with this process. Like, if you got the younger generation engaged, there would be more young, inspired filmmakers trying to make something more memorable. And then that can, you know, that's, like, a whole chain reaction, chain of events that, like, if you inspire these young people who sit and watch films, they can go on to create some interesting new films. Which makes me think, like, what defines a film that has had an impact on an audience and like whether there was a correlation between impact and the people who have seen the the oscar-nominated films so i asked them um and by them i mean my friends (laughs) um what they thought was out of the oscar-nominated films um the most impactful ones and bear in mind, I gave them a lot, right? Like a long um, time frame. Like 10 years is quite a lot. That's like a lot of films that have been nominated for Best Picture. And they own, like there were only very few that they had said, or some people had said none because they don't even remember them even having like a big lasting impact. Um, but some of these films included Black Panther, Little Women, Inception, Hidden Figures, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Green Book, Lion, Dunkirk, um, 12 Years a Slave. And like, I just think, I look at these films and I think, yes, these are like extremely impactful films and I'm glad that you've said these. A few examples of like, that I thought my friends had said that were just really really cute I thought (laughs) um I say cute but like I think it's just nice to see and understand where they're coming from with these certain films that they like um my friend Kingsley um said that the 2014 Oscar nominated film The Theory of Everything was like I quote him really hits different and eddie redmayne's performance was impeccable and what truly got him into acting so like that's interesting like that's a film that's had an impact on you and made you want to do something or want to achieve something like i think that's incredible we stand that i want more oscar films like that and then my friend emily uh rightfully pointed out parasite had a big impact because there's a lot of racism and stereotypes like around the Asian community but it just showed and I quote her on this Asian creativity in a good light and have western people genuinely enjoy and a film in another language yeah so like that's pretty cool I really liked that as well so like those are two of like my favorite responses that I got from that question so yeah um then I think the final question I want to ask that's completely unrelated to this is more of like have people actually seen the Academy Awards, like, actually watched the ceremony from start to finish? And I think, bar, like, one or two people, like, the majority of the response was no, have not. And, like, some of my favourite quotes on this was, never in my life, what a waste of time. (laughs) That was from Hadia, creds to her. And then, um, my friend Stasi said, um, definitely haven't watched the Academy Awards um and she says I literally did film studies too even a film study student has never seen the full length of the Academy Awards ceremony and I don't blame them it's quite a boring ceremony to sit through and watch you know it's just like watching people eat their dinner and listen to these elite as I mentioned before people just get awards <laughs> which is a bit a bit annoying and I think of of all of this I gained the understanding that young people just are not particularly bo- bar a few people are not particularly bothered about the academy awards and don't really pay much attention to it but If I was the Academy Awards, like, uh, what was it? The uh, Academy body people of those 6,000 people. Um, I'd be quite concerned that young people are not on board with it. It's important to have young people on board with the Oscars and the Academy Awards and have people talk about it. Like another thing was the only award like ceremony parts that they had ever seen right, of the Academy Awards was the, the whole mix-up with, uh, La La Land and, and Moonlight, like, those, are, and that was the only reason why they watched it is because it was, like, a controversy, and it was, like, funny, and, like, I think that's, that's what the Oscars are lacking, they're lacking a way to engage their young people to watch it, because I'm not, like, I used to sit and watch the Oscars because I thought it was kind of interesting but as I grew older I was kind of like oh this is kind of boring like there's nothing really interesting or I can just google the winners like the next day because it happens like early hours of the morning for us in the UK and yeah it's just I think there's no attempt being made by the Academy Awards to do this which is dumb it's really really dumb like young people are so powerful I have to say like we have social media if we see something that we like we post it all over and like it's talked about and makes people watch it and I think that's the issue they don't understand and because these people are all like have their median age of 62 years old they don't understand how powerful social media can be to impact their viewership get people engaged and interested in it like and I also think as mentioned before making it more culturally accepted and you know make the academy more diverse would also help in this fact because more films that are you know interesting and culturally diverse would be nominated you know and it's also I think down to the fact that a lot of young people don't watch it because it seems pretentious and it see- it has a lot of stigmas like that attached to it. And uh, certainly for me, I think it's quite pretentious at times. Um, and young people don't want to see snooty people walking around in these like thousands upon thousands of like pounds worth of dresses and suits and watch them get awards for I mean I mean I like people getting recognition and awards but in the way that it's done conducted at the moment not very pleasant and enjoyable. As mentioned a little bit before I spoke about like the viewership right and I found this I did some research about the Oscar viewership over the years and it's very very interesting and funny to me. 2014 to 2018 The viewership was decreasing every single year until at 2018 it reached an all time low that is very very disappointing and it shows how people today are just not really interested in the Academy Awards and don't really buy into the whole idea of it Um, then in 2019 it increased like a tiny tiny little amount and then 2020 it reached another all-time low it's history like it's 92 years of history so it's actually crazy and I just why why is this happening as I said people are just not buying into they're not buying it anymore they're not they rather just google it the next day google the winners the next day because that's what they care about they don't want to sit through the entire award ceremony the award ceremony is kind of only for the people that I guess are nominated and then then that makes me think so if the award ceremony is only like really for the people who were nominated then why broadcast it on television I get it you're getting a few bits of like viewership but I don't know if you're not making an attempt once again to engage the audience to make it interesting stop making it pretentious it would just make it so much more enjoyable to watch honestly like take it from me like An 18 year old kid who would really really enjoy watching the Oscars if you know they I guess maybe you know just make. I don't know how like they would make it engaging because it's just when I think of the Oscars it's just so boring but there are just so many small little things that they could do to try and make it more interesting for young people like look at award ceremonies like the MTV music awards or like the VMAs or like stuff like that They make it so interesting to people and at times they make it controversial and like That's what gets young people to watch it if it's interesting if it like breaks the mold I say in air quotes somehow and it's just These small little attempts. I can't emphasize enough would make such a big big difference And I think a lot of the reason, I I think a reason not maybe for everyone else, but for me, I think I kind of don't watch the Oscars anymore because I think, and this is a controversial opinion, I admit, I think the awards that actors, actresses, directors, the whole lot get are not for the right roles, if that makes sense. Like, Leonardo DiCaprio, for example, he's like the biggest meme example of the Oscars, right? Like the fact that he's never won an Oscar but he tries so hard and he always gets nominated and just never got one. Controversially, I don't think he should have won the Oscar for The Revenant, but there are so many other roles that he has done that would have been more deserving of an Oscar, if you know what I mean. And like, it just makes me think because this all became like a meme and stuff I feel like the Oscars were kind of in a way forced to give him this Oscar and that's not great (laughs) like why I mean I I don't know much about that year and like the different actors and actresses that had the roles and stuff um sorry particularly actors for that category but it just felt like you know you could have actually gave him the recognition when he deserved it and when he like rightfully should have got it but they didn't and this kind of felt like a makeup award for it which doesn't sit well with me that's not what awards are about awards are about you earned it you're the best of the best in that particular category and (laughs) honestly Leo deserved better. He really did. I mean, I'm happy that he finally received recognition for like his work, but I see that award as recognition for his work throughout the time he's been in the film industry, not for The Revenant, if you know what I mean. Uh, I don't know. That's my controversial opinion on that. And then I guess the most famous example of like a snub, I mean, in my opinion, a snub is Quentin Tarantino he is arguably one of the most influential um filmmakers of this time and like it's it's crazy um now if we think about him him and his oscar adventure like i'm just i just pulled it up right now like some of his best films in my opinion pulp fiction it was really good um other films that i can't say the name of because they have bad words in the title um inglorious fill in the blank um and kill bill and just like so many influential and cool films and like i even did some research on like just what is taught in film studies at A-levels? Because, you know, I was just kind of interested about it and it was late at night one night and I was like, I've got nothing better to do. Let's go for it. And I did. And Pulp Fiction is on as one of the films that you could study. And that's one of the only films that I kind of recognised, bar like La La Land. But like one of the only films that I recognised. And that was crazy. He's only ever won two Oscars right in his whole time I guess yeah he's only ever won two Academy Awards one for best original screenplay for Pulp Fiction but like I don't know I feel like he was kind of robbed of like best picture like I don't know I don't know what else was nominated that year let's have a look Oscar wait this is I'm just like really doing this last minute 1995 nominees best picture what won that year is it a film that i know now this is the key the key is if i know this film then it deserved to win right if i don't know this film then that film hasn't made a lasting impact and that's what you want oscar films to have lasting impacts um oh my god why are you so annoying i just want i just want by okay actor actress come on is it gonna be right at the bottom it's probably gonna be right at the bottom isn't it it's like it wants you to sit here we go best picture oh okay Forrest Gump okay fine that was a good film but I don't know I think Pulp Fiction was really good too Hmm. I actually didn't know that Forrest Gump and then Pulp Fiction Hmm. but I don't know Arguably, maybe Pulp Fiction should have won. Controversial Opinion again. But it just so happened for Forrest Gump. But I'm not unhappy with that. But I'm not happy with that. <laughs> Damn, I feel conflicting emotions to this right now. Oops. Um, but it just shows, like, these two examples that I said, I'm sure that there are more examples that people could find. It just shows that, like, why what's the point of giving people awards for other different films or snubbing them of specific awards um when they're kind of not in air quotes rightfully deserved of it i don't know doesn't sit well with me overall i guess what i want from the academy awards is a complete reshuffle of their entire awarding body like i'm not just saying add extra um members to increase diversity i want all of them control alt deleted and i want them to just go and make use a representative sample to as like a base to try and get more diverse age appropriate um demographics into the academy awarding body that way like different and cool and unique films may get recognized that may not have been considered before and its decisions and principles are 50 years in the past which is like a, a, an extremely important thing that I have to say like the films that are nominated the awards and all that jazz like that it's still very backwards and it, need, it needs to be like it, in a time where society wants change and wants diversity and are not going to stand for just like the same stuff over and over again we need interesting diverse films and we are getting some in this past decade I have to admit but I still think it's not enough I want more I want more diversity more interesting and compelling storylines that we may that be approached from different angles to just I don't know to just intrigue us you know and films like I don't know the things the films that I thought impacted me were like the Black Klansman when I was watching that film in cinema I remember just being in complete shock and being in such awe watching that film and like films like the theory of everything which impacted me in a way that brought out like kind of my inner like maths and physics side and then like the life of pi with my Indian heritage and like la la land which really struck my creative film makery aspect and like all these films just combined to make like I guess an impact on me you know really and truly and more films need to have that and I think with this reshuffle it could happen and like just a quick add like more nominations from like the horror and psychological thrillers should like just be slid in there obviously of good quality and standard like Get Out um it was it was great so more more of that more quality I think I guess I'm speaking to filmmakers as well please like bear in mind who your audience is and like how you want your film to impact don't make a film just for the sake of making a film make it to have a lasting impact on audiences you know you want a film to transcend time that's why you make a film like the films I'm going to remember are like the ones that I've mentioned because they genuinely made me feel a different type of way that's what you want from a film That's my advice to filmmakers as an 18 year old kid who knows absolutely minimum on the film industry, but I guess that's how I feel. We have finally come to the recommend or to the back end section of the show. This week I have a recommend as always, I never have a to the back end these days, I just don't have time to be watching shows and films that are just not great. Um, I watched Space Force. Controversially, I liked it. I read a lot of people's reviews on it, like, critic reviews. It's, like, not great on Rotten Tomatoes, like, under 50%. But then the audience reviews on Rotten Tomatoes were, like, great. Stars Steve Carell, same makers of, like, the people who made The Office. Um, and it's about, like, when the inspiration was, like, when Donald Trump tweeted about, like, uh, making a space military thing. And it just follows that about Steve Carell being like a military general and he's tasked with running the Space Force. And it just follows that. And I think it's quite funny. It's got some cool and interesting storylines in it. I loved the people who played roles in it. Had a bit of a K-pop scene in there as well, which is quite funny. Like I was not expecting I was sitting there and then like suddenly K-pop is blasting in my face. And I'm like, whoa, where did this come from? Why is this here? Not complaining, though. Um, so I definitely recommend it if you haven't, give it a shot. I mean, it may be like Marmite where people are like, ah, I love it. But then people are like, ah, I hate it. But I kind of loved it. It was, it was pretty cool. It was a cool thing to like pass time with. So yeah. Which means we have reached the end of this episode. Thank you everyone for listening and supporting the podcast. But if you haven't already, what are you doing? Go subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts and go... Um, follow it on Spotify I think that's the correct term and you know share it with people who you think would enjoy this I mean it's just a girl rambling about films and right now we're all in quarantine so we could all potentially watch some more films I mean I'm not opposed to that and um, if you haven't already please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at deetswithdita on both Um, And if you have any recommendations for the recommended to the back end section or episode ideas, definitely either DM me or comment on Instagram posts or tweet directly at me. I am willing to listen to any and all suggestions. I want to make it super, super interactive for everyone. And I guess it just is fun for me to hear what you guys think about episodes and it makes me smile so thank you and I hope they're making you smile too thank you so much for listening everyone I will see you next week